Perhaps you've asked yourself if the Bible's instruction to Christians on sexual morality is just old-fashioned and doesn't apply to modern-day life. On the next Family Matters, we'll discuss our belief that the Bible directs us to a truly satisfying and beautiful expression of sexuality that is self-controlled and honoring. Stay tuned. I'm Graham Schnell for Family Matters, where we offer practical advice from Focus on the Family. Our question today comes from a woman who wants to remain pure in her sexuality. She asks, Is Christian sexual morality unhealthy or unnatural? I'm a young woman who is trying to live a chaste life, but my boyfriend is always pressuring me. He says that my concerns about sexual morality are just an expression of an unhealthy fear that in trying to live by God's standards, I'm basically rejecting the beauties of creation and avoiding the joys of life in the flesh as God intended it. I'm finding it harder and harder to answer him when he talks this way. Can you help me? When it comes to sex, we enjoy God's gifts of sensuality and fleshly pleasure to the fullest extent only when they're experienced within the proper context, marriage. Are you familiar with the word dissipation? It's not just another name for wild or riotous living. It refers to the wasteful scattering, squandering, and loss of positive energy as the result of a failure to keep it properly contained. When water is forced to flow through a narrow channel, it generates incredible power. But if it bursts its bounds and spills out across the land, that power is lost. That's dissipation. And the word has a particular relevance to the question of sexual morality. That's what sexual morality is all about. It's what the writer of Proverbs had in mind when he penned the verses in Proverbs 5, 15 to 20. Drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets? Let them be only your own and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth. As a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breasts satisfy you at all times and always be enraptured with her love. For why should you, my son, be enraptured by an immoral woman and be embraced in the arms of a seductress? Perhaps it would be a good idea to direct your boyfriend's attention to this passage of scripture. Give him the reference and tell him to go home and read it for himself. Then, when he's had time to think it over, ask him, do these sound like the words of someone who is afraid of the world or who rejects the beauties of creation? Is such poetry the product of a mind that avoids the joys of life? He may not find it easy to respond. For our part, we'd suggest that it's precisely an appreciation for the vibrancy and vitality of controlled and contained sexuality that has inspired those who believe in God and who keep His commandments to declare, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. That's Psalm 16.11. This is one of the best-kept secrets of the straight-laced religious life. All the best research indicates that the most sexually satisfied people in modern society are not the adventurous swingers, but rather the faithful, monogamous married couples. This is just another point your boyfriend may want to keep in mind the next time he's tempted to start talking about the repressiveness of Christian sexual morality. One last thought. This is one area in which you and your boyfriend really ought to be on the same page. It's not your job to convince him or change his mind. Of course he's entitled to his perspective, but you do have the right to set personal boundaries. If the two of you can't see eye to eye on something as fundamental as sexual morality, it's likely you'll have conflicting views on other important issues as well. That being the case, we'd encourage you to consider breaking off the relationship before it becomes more serious. 
If you'd like to discuss these issues at greater length, feel free to get in touch with Focus on the Family's Counseling Department on 031-716-3300 or visit safamily.co.za and scroll to the counseling link. This program was produced by Focus on the Family. I'm Graham Schnell, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Family Matters. Family Matters.